Servus und willkommen to yet another episode of the Bavarian Podcast Works Post Game Show. This is your Schnitzel and I will be reviewing Bayern Munich's latest 4-0 victory against FC Köln in the pod today. What a game that was. I've just, you know, had my dinner and the memory is still fresh. I saw the game. It was fantastic. This is also very special since this is my first Bayern game after my examinations and it was such a joyride. I was on the edge of my seat the entire game because of Bayern Munich's attacks that looked super, super good. And the entire structure of the team was much better than what we saw against Gladbach last week. Without further ado, let us get into the nitty-gritties and the statistics of the game. So Bayern obviously leading with four goals to nil. Four unanswered goals, courtesy of a hat-trick from Robert Lewandowski, the world's best player and one of the best strikers of all time. I mean, fight me, honestly. He is just, you know, proving time and time again why he is a living legend and why he will definitely be considered one of the greatest players to ever have graced the pitch. And uh, it is something that you have come to expect from your forward. He is a player who can give these kinds of performances every single game and it's pretty normal. And Corentin Toliso with a screamer of a goal in the 25th minute. It was a fantastic goal. He had a very good performance overall. More on that later. But, you know, just keep in mind that if he had played this way the past four seasons, like consistently, then we wouldn't be talking about selling him coming summer. But I suppose he's still on his way out. No amount of good performances would convince us otherwise at this point because, I mean, he's going to be a free agent in the summer so it's going to be difficult to get any sort of cash and uh, with that being said some you know look at little look at the statistics uh, 12 shots from FC Köln to Bayern's 23 shots so almost double the shots of Köln and we had nine shots on target as opposed to FC Köln's three the position was more even with Bayern Munich having 51% as opposed to Köln's 49%, which is somewhat surprising because Bayern usually tends to boss possession in such lopsided games. But then you can say that Bayern were very efficient with the chances they had. Yes, they could have scored three or four more goals because they had more chances and they had some very good situations. But, you know, can't complain, four goals. This is, I think, the seventh or eighth game in the past nine games that Bayern has scored three goals or more which is a pretty crazy statistic and uh, we had a passing accuracy of around 78% pretty shoddy for Bayern's standards especially at the beginning of the game it was kind of terrible but as we progressed it became much better and the pitch was very very good so I think Chuck Smith can give you a grassworks piece on that sometime soon it looked very neat and I suppose other Bundesliga clubs can have a look at the pitch and maybe learn something from it. VFP <coughs> Stuttgart. <coughs> Moving on. Uh, the rest of the game, well, the the beginning, as I said, you know, was pretty helter-skelter. The players were just running around. The passes were not up to the mark and it looked kind of shoddy overall from Bayern. But as we grew into the game, we kind of dominated and I was very happy with the midfield, Toliso and Mark Roca. Both of them were really good. Toliso was so, so good. His uh, interception was what led to 
Bayern Munich's first goal and he was very very active in the final third his second his first goal was also Bayern's second and it was a screamer of a goal it was an amazing finish and I can tell you one thing Tolisso doesn't always score goals but when he does they are bangers and then two goals from Robert Lewandowski in the second half so yeah Tolisso had a very active game up front and he was really really good in midfield that eight role and Mark Roca was a very good holding midfielder very good with defensive duties, very tidy with his passing and was also involved in the final third. So, illustrious performance from Bayern's midfield. Definitely not enough to displace Kimmich from that DM position in the future, but I don't think we should sell Roca this summer. I think he still has a lot to offer to the club and he is a different kind of player to Kimmich, actually. His passing is more, you know varied and it's not as dynamic but he is very good at spreading the play and he is pretty good at distributing the ball so I would say that you know overall he is more a Xabi Alonso player style style of player whereas Kimish is more direct and he is you know focused on the vertical balls and the through balls and just being efficient and industrious so yeah it helps to have more weapons in your arsenal Moving for moving forward, you know, the attack, obviously, Lewandowski, man of the match, the best player on the pitch. And aside from the goals, yes, he did have a hat-trick and it is something wonderful. But aside from the goal, he was actually carrying the ball so much more up front and he was just, you know, helping out with the midfield duties, generating play from the wings. There is nothing this man can't do. There was one instant... Uh, instance when he, you know, dribbled the ball upwards from the left wing, then, uh, you know, sped past two players and almost gave an assist to a player. I think it was Gnabry passed to, but Gnabry just fluffed his chance, which is, you know, something you've come to expect from Serge Gnabry in, you know, fixtures. But with Gnabry, it's more like he's kind of patchy with his form. Sometimes he can, like, score three goals, four goals and win a game all by himself and sometimes he just goes goalless for like five or six games on a stretch and that is just kind of concerning because you want more consistency from your wingers and we have Kingsley Coman, we have Leroy Zane and Muziala as well who are all performing really well so I would say that once they're all fit and ready to go his spot is really really in the air like he was he he would probably be benched you know in favor of any of those three wingers so if there's someone who has to improve from today's performance it is definitely him on the attack but obviously he was pretty active and he did take the ball up front generated some you know chances of some good passes a couple of times but overall I think he could have done better with all the pre-assists and the potential assists that Thomas Müller and Robert Lewandowski were feeling him with Thomas Miller in midfield, attacking midfield rather, had one of his best games this season. He was just everywhere and he was amazing. I don't think there's anything much for me to say about Thomas Miller that hasn't already been said. He's on 16 assists this season. He needs six more to break his previous season record and he is well, you know, on the run for doing just that. And I would say he is definitely the best attacking midfielder in the world at the moment and there is no argument about that De Bruyne Fernandez nah none of them can even touch Thomas Miller in current form and he could well be one of the if not the best central attacking midfielder of all time considering what he's accomplished in his illustrious career and with that being said 
let's move on to the left wing where we had Muziala at the beginning who had a very 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 solid game he was very involved in attack but he did fluff up some of his chances he was pushed and shoved by the Köln defense and he gave up challenges too easily not not exactly gave up but like he was not a match for Cologne's uh, physical backline which was kind of difficult to deal with and that is understandable because he's pretty young and still maturing into that role so I assume his performances will get better with time and we did we have already spoken about the midfield coming to the defense and before we talk about the defense definitely about the substitutes as well Leroy Zane who came in on the left wing in the second half wow game changer under Nagelsmann, he is definitely a top three in the in, in the Bayern squad sort of player. And came in, chipped in with two assists. Both of them were really, really good assists. Made some great runs, generated a lot of chances and was overall one of the best players on the pitch. And when Zane is on form, he is kind of unstoppable. So I would say that, you know, Nagelsmann has done a fantastic job with regards to Zane. He is a different player, different gravy. Definitely one of the best wingers in the world. The defense, well, I'm not very happy with this backline, obviously, because of COVID and all that. We have had to field a makeshift backline. And Joshua Kimish, I would rather he plays a defensive midfield, but he was not too bad at right back either. But he did leave a little to be desired. I prefer Nikla Zulu at right back, to be very honest. He is our best right back option, but I guess de- desperate times called for desperate measures. Not bad from Kimish overall. I would say the same about Pavar, except Pavar was actually pretty good. He chipped in with some really good tackles. He had good defensive awareness and he saved us multiple times. So I'm very happy with Pavar's performance from the centre-back position. And I think this is one position where he could actually you know, help us in the future. And if we have... Nikla Zula leaving, I think Benjamin Pavard and Teo Pamakano could be a pretty solid right-back rotation plan, contingency plan. And that would actually leave the left side of the central defence in need of another defender, which is why I think Schlotterbeck could fit in well with our plans. That being said, when Luca Hernandez is fit, he always starts because he is the best left centre-back in the world at the moment. Fight me. So yeah, that is the situation in defence. Today, Niklas Zule was alright at right at left centre-back, pardon me. But uh, he could have done better. A couple of chances were, were created and he was bypassed a couple of times. But he was overall pretty solid and he made one very, very good tackle that I was impressed by. So yeah, I think it's not his best position and it's pretty clear that it isn't. But... With Luca Hernandez possibly coming back from his quarantine, things could be looking up for us in the coming weeks. Nikola Zula is the best when he plays at the right-back position or the right-centre-back position. So I think that is going to improve in the coming games. We just have to wait patiently for that. And uh, with the left-back position, okay, prepare for a mini-rant because I am really pissed. Like, why is Marcel Zabitza starting at left-back every single game? Yeah, I get it. Like, we don't have enough players, but like, what Omar Richards was available, he could have played there. You can play anyone else who's available there. Play a defender there, perhaps. But like, Marcel Zabitza is one of 
Bundesliga's most exciting midfielders to watch. And he was Leipzig's best player when he was playing at RB Leipzig. So why is he playing at left back? Nagelsmann, what's up, man? Like, I don't get that. Seriously, why is he playing out of position game after game when that's clearly not his preferred location? That's clearly not his, you know, best spot. Not even close to his, like, top three best spots. I think he plays well in the attacking midfield, in the defensive midfield, as a number eight, possibly as a winger as well. And left back, no, that's just totally, you know, it's kind of messed up, really. And uh, he did have a pretty solid game. I was pretty happy with his overall game, considering he was played totally out of position. His passing was good. He chipped in with some really good tackles, and uh, he also combined well with Muziala. But Nagelsmann, if you're listening to this, please stop playing him at left back. It's agonizing to watch. I mean, if you want to actually see, you know, him play in his preferred position and play well, and there are a lot of people criticizing his performances this season, give the guy a break. He hasn't played in his position for a while now, and he's being utilized poorly, in my opinion. This is one of my biggest criticisms of Nagelsmann. He is playing players out of position sometimes, and like that is kind of becoming an issue because he's not getting the best out of some players. Yes, we did get a 4-0 victory, but then you also have people saying, let's sell Zabitza already because he isn't performing well. But hey man, let's play Manuel Neuer at striker and see if he performs well. I mean, <laughs> I could take that. I mean, yeah, probably won't do as well at striker. He isn't even that quick. Let's be honest. He's the best goalkeeper, but he probably won't do well at striker. So yeah, I hope Nagelsmann learns a thing or two from this and he starts playing Zabitzer at the 8 where I think he can really excel. And uh, I think the Muziala, you know, impact in the wings is highly understated and I was happy to see him as a winger again. He was much, much more dangerous than he has been in recent games as a midfielder. And I think the wing, the wing is his best position. So I expect to see more of him in the wings in the future. And uh, I think there were a couple of other substitutes, but I don't think they got a lot of game time. Omar Richards came on. He was pretty solid. And I think Tongi Nyonzu came on as well. And I really liked what I, liked what I saw from him. He wrestled with some of Köln's attackers on a couple of challenges, a couple of occasions, and he was very, very good. Tongi Nyonzu needs to get a little more chances. I think he can be a very, very good player at the left centre-back role as well. But we need to see more of him at left centre-back. And that brings us to the end of the discussion about, you know, our lineups and our defense as well as our attack. And overall, it was a very, very good game. I'm very impressed with our attack. In particular, obviously, Robert Lewandowski, Thomas Müller, Jamal Muziala. And our midfield was very good. So that's one key takeaway. I think Mark Roca can be a very good starting pivot type midfielder or a deep-lying playmaker as a number six or even a defensive midfielder. He's showing what he has and I think he might well be a surprise weapon for Nagelsmann this season. A player that you don't really expect to perform or even get game time but he then surprises everyone else and you know maybe shows off with some really top performances might win you know Champions League games for us as well we'll have to wait and watch if he continues to start once Leon Goretzka is back that being said overall a very 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 good game Manuel Neuer obviously I'm sorry for missing him out but he was very good as usual he made some brilliant saves there was one instance where you know he had to make a really good dive he 
completely stretched himself and I think it was a shot from uh, Benner Schmitz or was it Andre Duda I don't remember exactly I think it was Duda or maybe even Schaub I'm not I don't exactly recall which player it was but it was a really wicked shot and Neuer had to stretch himself completely and just push the ball out to safety and that was a fantastic save so yeah just thrilled at the victory and I'm expecting good things from Bayern moving forward it's also very good to see players like Malik Tillman and Paul Vanner get more game time. The youngsters, they could use that first team experience in the Bundesliga, you know, the game action. It could really add some valuable minutes to the repertoire. And I'm hoping to see more campus talents make the jump to the first team because it's always a joy to watch players like Muziala, Richards, Stanisic and uh, obviously, you know, others up in the fray, up and coming. Uh, you have Sieb, who is doing pretty well. RMB, who could also make the jump very soon. So yeah, exciting times as a Bayern fan. Overall, pretty pleased. For the next game, we'll have to wait and see how Bayern does. But yes, if you have anything else to add, please let us know in the comments. And definitely make sure that you like, share, subscribe, rate and do whatever for our podcast because we really appreciate all the support and we love you all thank you so much for everything and i hope you enjoyed the game as well and i really hope you have an amazing rest of the day till then yeah i guess i've covered everything else yeah i think it's time to say goodbye have an enjoyable evening vielen dank und auf wiedersehen